Located on the Brule River, flowing through Judge C.R. Magny State Park, you find what's arguably the world's most mysterious <laughs> waterfall that's been baffling visitors here for decades. One side of the river rumbles onto a stone embankment and down the rocks as waterfalls typically do. The other side, however, flows into a geological wonder known as the Devil's Kettle and disappears. Oh my gosh, what's the mystery? Well, we're going to find out on this episode of Exploring the North Shore with Joe and Jay. The rock that the Devil's Kettle formed into is rhyolite, formed from a volcanic eruption. It's normal to find small kettles in this kind of rock near waterfalls because of the force of the water and the sand and rocks carried by the river flow. Now, however, Devil's Kettle is special in that it isn't a small, shallow pothole. The bottom of the Devil's Kettle cannot be seen, and its true exit point potentially <laughs> remains unknown. And we'll get to that because there are a few theories as to where the water flows once it goes into the Devil's Kettle. Now, in 2016, a geologist measured the water at the top of the waterfall, a couple hundred feet, and then they also measured the water at the bottom of the waterfall, again, a couple hundred feet later. They found that the water at the top was within the margin of, you know, variable differences or whatever mm -hmm. from the water at the bottom, which means that the water that flows into the kettle, which is roughly about half, comes out at the bottom. Comes out at the bottom. Okay. Now, because of this, the most pervasive theory is that the water flows into the kennel and then flows right back out. Now, however, there's a few reasons why people have doubts about this theory you just explained, Jay, because even though it makes sense, the, the main reason for these doubters or skeptics, if you will, is because all the things that people have thrown into the devil's kettle over the years only to have these things simply disappear. Uh, so they've never emerged. And uh, I don't know, what are some of the things? Or tell us a little bit more about that. So some of the things people have thrown in there include dye, ping pong balls, GPS trackers, and just sticks, rocks, in like whole branches and tree stubs, things like that. They've all been tossed in and then people will sit there and wait for science. Now, before 2016, it was thought that the water followed some sort of underground cave passageway and then led out to Lake Superior. So they would toss these things in and then they would watch the lake to figure out, okay, where does it mm -hmm. eventually emerge? And these things were never seen again, including directly beneath the waterfall. So some of the news articles regarding the 2016 findings you were just talking about, Jay, indicate that researchers were going to return to the Brule River in the fall of 2017 when the water levels were low and do another dye test to prove their theory but it appears never happened. Now we have some insider information that uh, perhaps the DNR or some other agency said, don't do that work. Do not do that type of research for a reason that also remains a mystery. Um, so maybe people just want the mystery of the devil's kettle to be a mystery. Well, that's one theory. Although I would argue that I think the fact that it pops right back out at the bottom there is a good one. I will say it's very interesting the amount of things people have tossed into it or claim to have tossed into it. Hmm. And it just never gets clogged. 
So the opening must be pretty big. And you would think that on a like low water time, you could see the opening beneath the waterfall. So it must not come out immediately below it, but probably maybe a little bit. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how water works. I'm not a geologist. Well, so today, uh, Jay, you brought this small dog along, uh, a family <laughs> pet, and you're, you said you're gonna toss it in and hopefully your dog emerges. It's not my dog, it's my husband's and I don't <laughs> like it, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding, there's no dog here. <laughs> so we are now at Judge C.R. Magny State Park. We are, uh, we can hear the Brule River flowing in the background mm -hmm. and we are getting eaten by bugs because it just rained and they are loving us. So let's get moving okay. and take this hike now to the Devil's Kettle and check it out for ourselves. All right, sounds good. Let's go. So did you hear the rumor that somebody threw a car in there? Really? <laughs> I'm guessing right. that is just a rumor simply because I don't think you could get a car there. Uh, well, what about over on this, this, uh, on this side. So we are on the east, east side. Thank you. North side, actually. Well, it depends on how you view Directions. what happens to the highway after you leave town. That's true. So we are on the, let's just say northeastern side yes. of the river, and the Devil's Cuddle is on the southwestern side. So, the road is here on this side with us, so you'd have to drive it across the river. I don't know if there's a place for that. We're going to put this on recording so that when one of us has to admit we're wrong. So the debate now is, can you see the Devil's Kettle? without going down the 200 some stairs to get there? The answer is yes. The answer I say is no. So in a few moments, one of us will be proven wrong. I look forward to an apology, Jay. <laughs> Won't happen. What do I see here, Joe? What is this? Is this a staircase? <laughs> is that the top of a very, very big long 200 some step staircase. It would appear that's the case, yeah. <laughs> and Joe, can you see the devil's kettle from the top of this staircase? Um, it, it wouldn't appear that you can, no. What it appears is, oh, I was wrong and you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Never challenged me, I have a great memory. I just sense you were having kind of a rough day, so I wanted to give you a, <laughs> something to feel good about. Right. <laughs> So now we are descending. I think last time we, I did this, I counted, I think it was 236 stairs, but I could be wrong. And I didn't start counting when we went down, so I don't actually know hmm. how many stairs we've gone down or how many stairs it is, but it is quite a lot of stairs. So yeah, let's go. I can actually see the upper falls, which is beneath the devil's kettle, but still called the upper falls. They look lovely, so we're gonna kill this and be back in a moment. Judge Sierra Magni State Park, pretty cool. A fine place. State Park, lots of things to do in here besides see the Devil's Kettle, lots of hiking and picnic benches and other mm. such fun things. Fishing. Near the town of Hovland. Yes. Hovland is great. And did you know that we have um, a sponsor, of course, Cascade Vacation mm. Rentals, mm -hmm. and they have a property in Hovland called Heaven Scent which pretty much nicely describes that property. It is quite lovely, located right on Lake Superior, right near the town of Hovland. 
So if you go online to www.cascadevacationrentals.com and look up the property Heaven Sent, you too can stay within just a few miles of Judge C.R. Magny State Park here. And of course, use promo code PODCAST to get our largest discount currently available at any given time. Right on. So again, that's www.cascadevacationrentals.com. Promo code PODCAST. That was quite the hike. You've made it, Jay. Have I though? I knew you would. I don't see it yet, but I have a feeling it's nearby. Sounds like it is. Let's go over this way. There's a lookout. Okay. Hello. Oh. You know what's funny? It's bigger than I remember it. Really? Looks about the same to me. <laughs> However, I was here in like April one time and it was really, really, really flowing then. So, the mystery of the kettles. <laughs> Kettle, it's singular, it's only one. All right, let's move back so we don't have this rushing water in the sound, sorry. So the guys think that- Say it again. They think that like when you come through, the water gushes through, you're standing on this platform here looking down and it's flowing all around and they think that it vanishes before your very eyes. It just goes into a hole in the earth, which you can see there's a hole, it's rather large. But you really have to get down there to understand the mystery of it because from here it just looks like it keeps flowing. Yeah, well that's the mystery. You don't see it come out, you see it go in. You assume it comes out, but I don't know. Does it come out? Or does it just disappear? It probably comes right back out. It's not really that much of a mystery, but you know what? It's got a cool name. Yes. And it makes the top 10 list of weird places on Earth a lot of times. Hmm. So for that reason, I like it. And I like to think that the mystery has not yet been solved. Personally. I, I'm into that too, because I don't know. I certainly don't have the answer. And it's certainly a beautiful hike worth getting here to check out to see it for yourself. Yeah. I will say another thing that I was thinking of that I now just totally forgot. Mm. Hold on. It's, oh, okay. So this river has fish, right? Of course. Well, you have to assume some fish fall in there. Yeah, where do they go? Maybe the waterfall is like a vortex that is providing yes. food and water to like the upside down. Now you're on to something. <laughs> Let's get this out there for the world to hear. <laughs> or just Stranger Things fans, because otherwise you probably won't get that reference. Well, it is what the world's most popular show right now on Netflix. That is true. Hopefully a lot of people get it. So we've done it. We've seen it. We've discussed it. But I hear you have perhaps some insight? I wouldn't go quite that far. I wanted to learn a little bit more about this a few years ago, Jay. Some of those media reports you were talking about were some staff from the DNR were claiming, making it known that they'd solved the mystery. I think there were headlines from the Star Tribune in Minneapolis to the Duluth papers all the way up here in Grand Marais that were saying, mystery solved. And 
I interviewed one of the people who was publicly claiming that. And uh, this originally appeared on WTIP. It's the radio station in Grand Marais. And uh, let's hear that conversation. All right. A waterfall that famously disappears into a hole at Judge C.R. Magny State Park near Hovland actually soon re-enters the river from underground, according to new research by the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. In the fall of 2016, hydrologists from the DNR found nearly identical volumes of water flowing both above the Devil's Kettle waterfall and below it. Above the waterfall, stream gauges measured the flow of the Brule River at 123 cubic feet per second. Below the waterfall, gauges detected 121 feet per second. According to the DNR, in the world of stream gauging, those two numbers are essentially the same and are within the tolerance of the equipment. And the readings show no loss of water below the kettle, so it confirms the water is resurging in the stream below it and hence brings an end to the mystery of where the water goes at the Devil's Kettle. And joining us now to talk about the solved mystery of Devil's Kettle waterfall is DNR groundwater hydrologist Jeff Green. Jeff, thanks for your time today. Glad to join you. It's uh, kind of a big day, isn't it? <laughs> it is a momentous day, yes. So we're talking about the, the solving the mystery of Devil's Kettle, and there was some, some research that was done in the fall of 2016. And can you just tell us a little bit about that? And also, of course, the big question. Are we confident that this is the final answer in the mystery of Devil's Kettle? Well, yeah, and a little background. I mean, like many Minnesotans, I first saw Devil's Kettle. I was on the North Shore vacationing with my family. This was man, probably at least 15 years ago if maybe even 20. Um, we went back there with some some other families that we were with, and we hiked back up to the Devil's Kettle, and we were looking at it. And I mean, my friends know I'm a water tracer. I'm the DNR's person who does groundwater tracing of frozen dyes. And they looked, you know, we were looking at it, and they were like, well, Jeff, how come you haven't come up here and poured dye in this yet? And I was like, well, I haven't had the opportunity. So it's always been in the back of my mind. And then uh, a little over a year ago, Calvin Alexander from the University of Minnesota uh, Twin Cities uh, Earth Science Department, who I do dye tracing work with, he stopped up there with his wife on a vacation, and he looked at it, and, and he, of course, had heard about it, too, but he had never seen it, and he was like, we need to do a dye trace, and we started talking about laying out a dye trace um, up there. So that's kind of how we first got interested in doing this. Okay, and so a dye trace would mean where you turn the color, the water a certain color, and then you wait for where that color pops out further downstream? Yes, yeah, we pour a fluorescent dye. Uh, in this case, we'd use a fluorescine. It's a green dye. It's actually, uh, if you've ever been to an ophthalmologist or an optometrist and they put drops in your eyes to check your eyes, you've had fluorescein in your body. It's a very common fluorescent dye, a very safe dye. Okay, and ha that has not been done to this point. That'll be done in the fall of 2017? Right. And, I mean, there were, yeah, we haven't done anything, but, um, you know, as part of the planning process, and, and this is science, you know, science has been getting kind of a bad rap lately, and we we do science. And before we were in a poor dye, you know, I 
mentioned to Dr. Alexander, I said, you know, we need to measure flow in the river above and below. Let's test this first to make sure that the flow is actually disappearing. And he had been thinking along the same lines. And the DNR has a monitoring unit in the Division of Ecological and Water Resources, and they are stream gaugers. They measure river flow across the state daily. Um, and those folks were up there anyway, uh, working at our gauging station at the mouth of the Brewer River. So they went upstream and and uh, found places to measure and did the measurement work. And, and this dye process that you're talking about, is this a, a lengthy or a complex process? Like, why has this not been done to date, if, if it would be the definitive answer we're looking for? Well, the definitive answer was the stream gauging. So it is. So you're confident. This is it. The, the mystery's I'm been solved. I'm very confident. Yep. <laughs> I, well, I am at, at least in terms of at this flow stage now. Maybe if it gets a lot higher, maybe something else will happen. You know, it's hard to say because we haven't done that. But yeah, the the folks who did this work, it it is good as gold. They they are very skilled at what they do, and you know when they saw that when we saw the numbers above and below were different by two cubic feet per second, which in this case was 1.7%, um, they, that's a rock-solid number. We don't know where it's coming up down below because they measured, they were about f- 500 feet downstream of the kettle. So, you know, we don't know exactly where it's coming back up, but that's why we hope to pour fluorescent dye into the kettle under uh, low flow conditions. Okay, so that wouldn't the dye won't answer the question of if it in fact returns from from groundwater. That that part is solved, hence the mystery is solved. But this will show where the the dye will show right. where. Okay, yep. and then so, yep. so you know we've heard from some folks around town about this throughout Cook County after announcing that the the mystery had been solved, and they said, well, you know, we put a ping pong ball down there, or or someone they knew, or or in the past that's been done as a test, and it never emerged. So so where's the ping pong ball and these other various tests that have been, you know, through the years. What's the answer to that? Well, there's a couple answers. I asked uh, Diane Anderson, who's a uh, uh, worker at Judge Magney State Park, um, you know, because if you, 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 if you read on the web, and heck, it's on the DNR website, I believe, and if not, it's, you know, at the park, and, you know, people have talked about how there have been ping pong balls, and some people have put dye in, and, you know, and these different tracer objects. There's nothing written down, you know, because we were looking if someone had poured dye in there and hadn't found it, we wanted to see what they did so we wouldn't repeat, you know, we just wouldn't do what somebody else had already tried. But there is nothing written down. Diane said there's no records in their office of anything being done. And in terms of, you know, people throwing ping pong balls in, well, they would get smashed by the river currents and then you get a recirculating current below a waterfall you know it's the same thing with a dam you know you get that circle of death you know where the water comes up and goes back down and so objects would be trapped in that and you know it might take hours for them to come back out you know something like a squash ping pong ball so between the currents and the difficulty in seeing an object the physics and the recirculating currents, it would make it pretty tough to to see objects. 
there. Okay, yeah, sure. And so was there any hesitation or, or maybe even a little bit of fear involved in making this bold announcement that the mystery's been solved? Was there, <laughs> or did you fear some kickback or anything? Well, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, the, well, the very fundamental first question that I uh, had to ask our parks staff was, do you want us to do this? Do you want the mystery solved? Sure. Or do you want us to try to solve the mystery? And they thought about it and discussed it. And, you know, we're a science-based organization, and, you know, we're not going to hinder science. Um, you know, and, yeah, I know it's it's been a mystery, and people, uh, you know, I've, I've thought about that. Like, well, what is this going to do? Are people going to not want to go there anymore? But it's still a, a fascinating place. It's a beautiful place. If nothing else, it's still a really, you know, if we do show water's coming up right below the spring or below the fall, um, it's maybe a great example of an optical illusion. You know, it's it's still a beautiful place and a, and a fascinating geologic formation where it, it is taking, you know, even if, if the water's coming up, you know, below the falls, it's still a fascinating occurrence of nature of, of, of hydrology so okay know. well so then a uh, hypothetical situation for you jeff you'll be up in the fall of 2017 to do the dye test and um it's the assumption that at this point the the evidence is in the facts are in based on the, on the flow and then those matching up and so you're here you're going to put this dye in in the fall and let's say the dye never shows up Th- then what would you do or what would you say <laughs> Yeah, well, that's something I'm worried about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Um, and I, I have thought about that, but the scientific part of my brain says the numbers are right. It's got to come back up. So, you know, I, I guess if it didn't come back up, I'd say, well, we've got to try it again under lower flow or we need, to bring, we need a lot more dye. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we miscalculated on how much dye we need. Yeah. So. Well, again, that's hypothetical. We'll cross that uh, if problem arises if it comes in the fall. But for now, the mystery's been solved. Devil's Kettle, the waterfall that famously disappears into a hole at Judge C.R. Magny State Park near Hovland, actually soon re-enters the river from underground, according to the research from the DNR. And we've been speaking with DNR groundwater hydrologist Jeff Green. Jeff, thanks for your insight in helping solve the mystery of the Devil's Kettle and where the water flows to. So thanks, Jeff. You're very welcome. Uh, now do you want to do head back? Yep. <laughs> Came. You want to saw... go down there and look at it or what? Can you see it better from going down that way? I, I've only ever gone this far. Well, because here, I mean, so the idea is that it falls, what, just into that? I wish those people weren't there. Okay. I feel more, like, at ease. It's chatty. Them, so. there's, 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 there's some people just chilling, and we're just sort of talking to ourselves. The th- uh, one of the theories, and this was, again, I mentioned this earlier before the 2016 discovery that the water flow is the same at the top as it is at the bottom. That is that, uh, like, volcanic eruption caused some sort of cave system underneath the waterfall okay. and it ran alongside it or something or, or disappeared and eventually emptied out into the lake Yeah, or emptied out into another part of the waterfall okay. simply because you can't see where it comes out. Yeah. So 
even in low water, there's no visible exit point. Okay. So maybe it comes out underneath and there, and it just kind of comes back up. I don't know. It, I feel like, the what? Goes to the lake. Oh, See? Man. See, there's a theory. We just heard from someone heard that it, it goes to the lake. Yeah. Um, because if it if it had to come back up, you would think all those things that get thrown in there over the years, I mean, just branches and things that go in there naturally, mm-hmm. would clog it up, and it's never been clogged up. Hmm. So, however, <laughs> this gentleman looked more like a pirate than a geologist <laughs> or a hydrologist. A very nice pirate, I, I want to point out. But um, the people that I spoke to are actual yeah have studied this, you know, with the and DNR. spent a lot of time and. Not to knock his credibility, the gentleman, the pirate, but like, I would take the interview over him. I, I'm inclined to believe you. However, I also do like a good mystery. So <laughs> I'm, I want to declare it unsolved just because it makes it more fun and more interesting. Maybe we should ask some other people that are roaming about. You should jump in. What they think of it is. Yeah, I'll go find out for myself. Where's that <laughs> dog at, Jay? <laughs> Hi. Hello. Don't go that way. Really? Oh. It's steep? No, there's, it's not a loop. We were told it was a loop and it's not a loop. I think the loop goes this way. I think, so we've come to realize that. <laughs> Wait, can we trouble you for a moment? Sure, yeah, yeah. We're recording a podcast. It's sure. a radio show and we're based in Grand Marais here. Oh, okay. We're wondering what your uh, belief is on the mystery of the falls. So we haven't done enough research. I guess we understand that it goes somewhere. We did some quick looking, I guess, on the way up and I guess since. They've found that it actually comes out somewhere, but we didn't look close enough to see yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, we don't know enough history, I guess, to give a point of view, I guess. What do you like to think? Um, see, I guess I haven't even thought about it enough. <laughs> yeah. um, I would think that it makes sense that it reconnects with an underground river, I guess. That seems to make sense. Yeah. I don't know if there's more superstition around it or more yeah. of a developed story, but we haven't done enough looking into it I well guess. they said you know there's a pot of gold underneath the rainbow right oh, that's so there's an actual <laughs> pot of gold underneath the devil's kettle sure. falls that's that's one did you hear that yeah we should maybe look into that more <laughs> i like that story yeah yeah so like that's that story. what we heard that's okay just something that's worth looking into now we should do that we'll be back to look for the gold and all what's right. your name my name is ryan ryan and where are you from we're from minneapolis all, all right. right ryan and ruby from minneapolis ryan hi, and ruby hi yeah. ruby well, cool. enjoy your yes. stay, and thanks, thanks for, for chatting time. with Thank us. Thank you. Appreciate See ya. it. See ya. All right, cool. I like your new theory that you're now trying to spread. Well, Ruby had on this shirt with like a thousand rainbows on it. I was hoping she'd, you're bonding with she'd Ruby jump there. in and be like, really? <laughs> and I think in her mind she was. Well, now she wants to jump in there. Oh, yeah. Joe, she, what have you done? I'm probably not going to make a very safe parent one day. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't let you talk to the kid. It'll yeah. be okay. <laughs> Now, Jay, would you be able to fly your drone around here? I cannot because we are inside of a state park. Okay. And without a special permit and permission from like three different government agencies, mm-hmm. you cannot fly a drone inside of a state park. I That changed like last year and I wish I had gotten something somewhere at some point before it did, but I did not. So I have missed that. We did apply for a permit to fly um, Cascade Falls. Really? And we were denied. Really? So. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good for the DNR. Right. They determined it wasn't worthy. It wasn't research related in any way. Yeah. So I understand that, you know, you don't come to a state park to hear things buzzing around you and yep. hear mechanical stuff. 
I can appreciate that. So cannot fly, but you know, the, the view from the overlook here gives you a pretty good glance into or at, I should say, the Devil's Kettle. And there's a couple of videos online of people who go to the other side of the river hmm. and actually look down into the Devil's Kettle. Whoa. I would recommend watching the videos as opposed to doing that yourself. Okay. I don't want to be the person that falls in and you probably you, you probably wouldn't survive the fall long enough to figure out where the exit is. Yeah. 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 It's pretty deep, so um, you cannot see the bottom of it. If you glance into it, you can see some like, you know, again, branches and things like that. But hmm. yeah. Okay. Cool, Jay. Well, it's <sighs> been a fun uh, experience out here and uh, maybe we better head back. We'll take take it a little slower, but uh, let's uh, do an update from the stairs. Sounds good. Let's go. So, so many stairs. Hello. Hey, buddy. Oh, he's beautiful. Okay, hold on. Here's like a resting place up here. I think we should uh, reflect. Okay. Oh. There's a lot of stairs. A lot of stairs. Of course you get going down. It doesn't seem like that many, but then we have to come back up. It's, it's a lot of stairs. So it's probably good to point out that this hike is, is not necessarily strenuous, but you'd want to be able to climb vertically for a while. <laughs> If you can't do stairs, yeah, don't do this hike. Bring water. Yep. Because you look thirsty, Joe. Do you want some water? No, I'm fine. Okay. And take your time. Yeah. That would be... Like everything up here. Just take your time. Have fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. <sighs> We're only about halfway up. I'm grateful they put this little resting area in the middle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Onward and upward. Ugh. Here we go. Should have worn shorts. I wore capris and I don't think it was enough. It was cold in town. Oh, duped but again. here it's hot and humid. The lake effect. Darn inland temps. <laughs> go a mile from the lake and now you should. Feels like Iowa today too. It really does. It's humid. It's not usually humid. This close to Lake Superior. Even inland it usually doesn't get this humid, but we had the rain. Yep. Oh. Okay. All right, Joe. We've That's done it. it. We've seen it. We've hiked it. Let's do it again. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I need to go home and take a nap after that one. It's too humid today. It's too humid. Usually, you know, it's not a bad hike. It's just, it's so humid today. And we Grand Marians are not used to humidity, so... All these Iowans just blazing past us <laughs> on the trail. I don't know if you saw that Iowa guy's shirt. Spoken like a true Iowan. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know one when I see one. Yes. All right, so I think this is it for today's episode. And the mystery of the Devil's Kettle lives on, in my opinion. <laughs> Not yes. in yours. What about Ruby's? Uh, you know, I think Ruby's still trying to get in there to get that pot of cold. So. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, until right. next time, this is Explore the North Shore with Joe and Jay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>